Welcome to the Unmothered Podcast. Join me as we explore all the feelings and confusion surrounding the mother-daughter bond. Laugh with me, cry with me, and learn new ways to cope with what can be a very lonely existence without a mother to rely on. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, peeps. Welcome back. Welcome in. Uh, We, as usual, are going to have a hot topic because, you know, that's how I do things. And I was looking through some different Instagram posts and things like that, which is where I get my inspiration for all these mother-daughter topics, aside from plenty of information I have from my history. Um, Something interesting came up. And this actually came up in some conversations, too, that I have with women. And the question is, can you still love your mom through the anger? Woo! (laughs) Heated topic. So let's dive in. So first question being like, oh, man, what are these feelings of love and hate for our moms? And can we just get over it? Let's discuss the good the bad, the ugly of having a difficult, abusive mom. And when I say abusive, it can be emotional abuse, which actually can be sometimes more hurtful than the physical abuse because the scars are on the inside. Let me say that again. Your scars are on the inside. You have been hurt but you make these excuses because there's no physical scars of proof that your mom has done that once you've grown up. She could say, that didn't happen like that. And then the rage sets in of, I know it happened, but I have no proof. Physical abuse obviously is on the outside and how in the world do you not stay angry at your mom for being physically abusive with you? And I have a lot of women who just have trouble in their stories of getting angry with their mom. I see things on social media, whether um, they are super angry at their mom or just making excuses with their feelings. I see it both ways on Instagram. Lots of different topics with, I follow a lot of women, actually moms, with young kids and the stress, a lot of mental stress uh, put upon them. And I scroll through their things all the time. And and I think, man, underneath that, there's just a lot of anger and they don't know. They're like, I'm anxious. I'm depressed. I'm overwhelmed, all these things. And so some of the things I just want to talk about is like, is your anger valid? And do you need to tell your mom how you feel? And, or if she's passed away, can you still feel anger and love? And what happens if you go to her and she just rejects the whole thing? I have stories of that. And when is it time to let the anger go? And can you find peace through all of this? And what does that grieving look like if she's passed away and you have not sealed up all the emotions when she passes, maybe you haven't seen her and all of a sudden you get a call that she has passed and you're like, I didn't get a chance to talk to her. So what do you do with those things? So I think basically this comes down to 
you know, finding a place to really process how this starts. So let me start with if your mom is still alive and you love her and you hate her. Listen, (laughs) this is an age old thing. Like there are points in your relationship. Now as a mom of grown daughters, I can tell you there were parts and we've talked about this, which is so beautiful because we have, I have wonderful daughters that speak truth or is that good? I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes it's painful, but I will tell you there have been moments in both the relationships with my girls where there have been love, hate feelings towards them. Don't even get me started on the teen years. And I know we don't want to like peg every teenager as like a hard teenager. I have some friends who are not having stressful moments with their teens. Uh, I mean, what are they doing? Cause I don't know that <laughs> that's really good. I did not have that experience. I had a lot of pushback with my teens, uh, some more than others with certain daughters And there were moments where I I think actually one of them did say that they hated me and slammed the door. And I teasingly said, well, good, I guess I'm doing a good job because I don't need to be her best friend right now. I need to be her parent. But that didn't take the sting away of hearing those words. And, you know, I think in general, mothers and daughters have a a love-hate relationship as they grow and kind of learn each other's pace in life who they are in their spirit, right? If we're trying to make our daughters like us and you just keep saying, if you just do this, then your X, Y, Z is going to turn out perfectly and you have this control issue with them, then they're going to start resenting you for that. And there's going to be a love-hate relationship. But what about the mom, like the mom I had, where it was just so emotionally abusive and sometimes physically abusive where your words didn't matter and they didn't want to even think or care about your feelings and yet they're your mom and you love them and so you kind of push aside your feelings until you are a grown-up and now all of a sudden you're like what do I do with these feelings of anger and can I And sometimes I've heard women use the word hate. And there's been times when I have used that word towards my mom. I hated her. Mostly what that means is like, you've hurt me so bad that there's no place for my emotions to go except for hate. But really what hate is, is an immense fear and sadness. That's really where hate comes from. It's like saying, I am telling you these things and you are completely ignoring me. So when it comes to mother-daughter, and you have a mom who's still around, can you go to her and say, can we just sit and have a talk? Because there are some things I just want to tell you that really hurt me growing up. Now, if she's a somewhat of a good mom, and you know, not someone who's deeply abusing you, she's going to say, of course, let's sit down and have a conversation. She may deny for a few minutes and then maybe she'll turn the tide and say, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that I I had done that to you or I had said that to you. Now, if she's not such a good mom, she's going to be like my mom. So I would go to my mom a few times and say, you know, mom, there were these things that happened to me and I would try to explain them. And she would say, oh my gosh, you're so dramatic. That didn't happen like that. 
she would half apologize. Well, I didn't mean to do that, but you know, you know, it's, it's fine. (laughs) Just side railing the whole subject. And at that point you shut down. So that is where your anger comes from. You're the rage. You're like, no one is listening to me. Now I will tell you that anger and rage needs to be discussed, talked about. You should, you know, have a therapist or a trusted friend, someone that you can pour that out and say, I'm so mad at her for being this person. And I don't know where to place this. So I just need to let it out. You will hear me time and time again on the, this whole platform telling you, you have to get things out. You cannot keep these emotions in. I see people I've known for years and years and years. They're doing the same exact things to numb out the pain in their life. And it's so funny because it was just mentioned to me the other day that they had bumped into someone at a restaurant and they said, yeah, you know, it was a weekday and she was drinking a lot. And I'm like, yeah, because there's a lot there. We mask these emotions because Anger and and love and hate, all these things that are these huge, big emotions really come from a sense of sadness and you're not hearing me. So when you have a mom that is around and she's not hearing you, you're going to have to get those feelings out somewhere. And then this is where the love comes in is you love her even still. You may not just have a relationship with her. It can be both and. It's not something where it's like you either hate your mom and you never talk to her again, or you love your mom at all costs and nothing else can get in the way. It's not like that. Relationships between moms and daughters are so layered and, and so are, so is your heart. And, you know, God has put you in this family for a reason, good or bad. Like he's teaching you these things. He's showing you these things alongside the things that have really hurt us. He's he's not wanting those things for you. He's just saying, I'm here. I get it. I'm going to stand beside you in these in this grieving time of not having this mom that you wanted. And, and can you still love her? Not in our humanness, but together with God, yeah, you can still love her. And like I said, you may have to love her from afar. It's not about wrapping it up in a nice little bow and saying, well, I just need to love my mom and honor my mother and father. It's not about that. It's about getting in touch with what is it that can make me healthier and also stop the dysfunction. If you just say, I'm going to honor my mother and father, I'm going to live with my rage and anger. I'm just going to go on with my life because Jesus loves me and I'm just going to keep walking through it and toughing it out. You literally aren't. So can we stop pretending that we are? Because you can say the words, you can go to church, you can do all the things, but if you have an anger in your heart and you are crying in your closet at night because you're so afraid to tell someone your truth, you're not living a Christian life of how you really want to be free from all of this. It is okay to have those feelings. What is not okay is to pretend that you don't have those feelings and then do detrimental things to yourself on the outside because you're dying. You're not being honest of the things that hurt you. When I release 
the honesty and the pain, like it's not easy. I struggle with it. I hate grieving. I hate crying. I hate all that stuff. Carrie Scott Garcia makes me do that all the time when we go through our coaching programs. But there's a release that happens after I become honest with my feelings. And then there's also a piece that happens where I go, okay, yeah, you know what? What she did over here on this end, you know what, mom? That was not good. And that really, really angered me. But I've released some of this stuff and I may have to go back to it a lot, maybe for the rest of my life. It's going to hit me. But I'm learning tools on how to release that a little bit quicker so that I'm not dwelling in that anger and then it comes out in other ways in my relationships. If you think you can be mad at your mom and then go be a good mom, I'm going to challenge you on that because you're not. You are pretending. You have a lot of stress in your life and there are things that you are missing tender moments with your children because you're so filled with rage. So there's a little disconnect there. Just being honest. Now, if your mom has passed, this is a whole different story because there is no one to go to, right? And that is really hard if you have been someone who hasn't been there when your mom passed. One of the greatest gifts that God gave me was to stick it out with my mom with boundaries, huge boundaries, until the day she died because I had done everything I could as a daughter in spite of the way I felt about her, I also felt a great sense of love. Um, it was very confusing because there was some anger there. And I just got back from another level of coaching under Freedom Movement. And one of the takeaways was I told Carrie, I'm still angry at my mother because some other memories pop back up as a young child during that weekend. And I said, man, I'm just so mad at her. And that has been a hard thing for me because I kept trying to get to this place of healing. And she actually worked through some things where it was like, it's okay to feel the anger because what was done to us was so incredibly wrong. We have a hard time getting mad at our parents because we have that thing in us where it's like, it's our parents. We're not supposed to get mad at them. It's like we put them on a pedestal of like, they couldn't have been wrong because they're our parents. They're supposed to be responsible for us, but they were wrong and they, and they did wrong and it's okay to feel those feelings. So I got to shed some anger again. So this is what I'm saying is that this is a process guys. This isn't like, Oh, I forgave my mom. I got mad. I cried it out. I forgave my mom. Everything's great now. No, you're going to have memories that pop back up because the more you free people, free people. And so the more you free those things, the more you're going to be free, the more you're going to be able to go out there and speak that truth to others and possibly help them. Your truth will be continuing for as long as you breathe on this earth. You have to just get honest with the feelings. So, you know, can you love your mom and hate your mom? Mm, Yeah. And can you just get over it? Nope, (laughs) you can't. But I think that you can find a healthy place and let God guide you through it slowly. 
do not rush this process. If you need to scream in a pillow, scream in a pillow. If you need to write a letter, write a letter and burn it. Uh, One of the things that Carrie said a long time ago to me, and then we kind of did the same sort of ceremony this time around, was you get some, like a sheet, like a cotton sheet, and you can rip it or find some kind of material that you can find that's cotton. Tie them in a knot, put them in a jar. When you come up with a memory of something that's really like tied you to your mother, where you're just like, oh, I just want to get over this. Like, this is so bad. Grab that tie. Now, here's the thing. Tie it pretty tight because you need to wrestle with God. Tie it tight so that you can sit there and you can go, I'm so mad at you for this. And you're trying to untie this tie and you're trying to untie and then you're just getting so mad and all these emotions come up. It's good, guys. Let the emotions come. You wrestle with that tie and when you get it done, it's untying that knot in you of that thing that has really bothered you with this parent that has just given you so much grief and so much anger and you can release it. You can burn that tie. You can throw it in the garbage. I don't care what you do with it, but keep those, untie those as they're coming. I told Carrie, I still have a couple of ties left in my little basket here that I keep on my desk. It's a reminder of me. Like when you think of something, that's a memory that really makes you mad with concerning my mom and she goes, I think that's really good to keep those there because that helps you to remember and it helps you to process. So all these things are just little suggestions. Of course, sit silently with God and pray with him. Put some calming Christian music on, journal. You know, I'm huge on journaling and just write out your feelings, write out your fears, write out your anger. If you are someone who has deep, deep wounds, again, I'm going to suggest, please go get help for that. Get a therapist. Talk these things through. This is a process, guys. Love and hate are so connected together. And if we don't learn how to process those feelings and those emotions, we end up on a Tuesday night being out somewhere over drinking, maybe doing drugs, maybe cutting ourselves, like the list goes on and on. I don't want you guys to be that person. I want you to get in touch with your emotions hundred percent, even when they're hard, even when they're ugly, it's so good to clear your mind of just these evil things that have happened to you, things that uh, have hurt you deeply and be able to talk it out, walk it out, think it out and get to a place where you can be honest with your feelings, but you don't let the feelings overcome you. God is in the center. He knows all. He sees all. He feels all with you. And you have to trust that he's walking you through this journey because there is more for you. So that is all I have for that on subject today. I hope that you guys enjoyed this short little... lesson in love and hate with your mom. And please um, feel free to rate the podcast. I would love if you guys leave any kind of a comment. Also, you can go on the Unmothered podcast on Instagram. And then I do have an Unmothered community on Facebook, which is totally private. So I will tell you, if you put your name in and you don't answer the questions, you will not be let in. So I know a few people have tried to get in, not answering the questions. I can't allow it. You have to be honest with me. We have a very 
close-knit group and it is a private group. So I honor those things that need to be put in place. And so if you answer the three questions and send me your email, which is all on the questions there, uh, you will be let into the group and then we can talk about some things, continuing conversations. So until next time, I'll see you later, peeps. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to get connected with other women who share your unmothered heart, head on over to my private Unmothered Facebook community group. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for this podcast to help me share this message with other listeners. All the links mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes below. Bye, peeps.